Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you are having a great week. I promised you part two of the podcast last week, but I could not do the part two without giving you some context of where we are currently in this world. So first of all, I'm going to give you a a little background on why you may hear ambient noise in the background. And that's because I'm sitting outside of my house. We have finally had a break in the weather here in Florida. Yesterday, I went to church. You hear my kitty. Yesterday, I went to church and we were 63 when I woke up. And you would have thought that it was full-on winter. The ladies sitting just down the road from me had stockings and knee-high boots on. I had a shacket on for <laughs> just to be able to paint the picture. That's what happens. We are in northern Florida, almost to Georgia on the, the east side, but we're Florida still. And we have been begging for some break in these temperatures, and that's what we got. And so I am sitting outside. I am enjoying the cooler temps. I'm just breathing. Our resident uh, mindfulness expert, Lindsay Friesman, talks about the 626 method. So it's six in. Hold for two. Six out. One more time. Six in. Six out. Now, if you can do that five to ten times, I'm already just doing it with you. Just already can feel my nervous system calm and come back down to center. Why am I teaching you this? I'm teaching you this because it's always important for us to know how to care for our own soul. But I'm teaching you this right now, and I'm doing this intro to a part two podcast from last week that I knew in my soul that I I just couldn't jump into a story without telling you where I am. I practice radical vulnerability in this podcast, and right now I'm sad. My heart is broken. I, like many of you, started wondering why Israel was, and I'm going to let me pause here and say this. I'm going to step very gingerly and very lightly, but I'm going to give you information that I have. I am going to be respectful. I am going to share with you what people have taught me and so that you can also learn too. But I, I woke up over the weekend and wondering why Israel was trending and jumped on the the, the hashtag pretty quickly. And, and it was Saturday morning. It was college football. And and I remember thinking all of a sudden college football just doesn't matter that much. Hearing that there was an assault by Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. If you're listening to this and you're young, you're old, and you just don't understand world politics or Middle Eastern politics, I don't claim to be an expert, but I'm going to tell you what I know. Some Some ideas, some opinions, and some facts. And then I will get to part two of that that trip. And whether that happens in this podcast or whether it happens in the future podcast, we're just going to go with the flow because we're going to be present. And and I, I want to walk through this with you all. And I love you guys. This is why I'm sharing this. But I, I said to myself, all of a sudden, college football doesn't like matter right now. Finding out there was an assault by the air, by paragliders, by sea, by cutting down fences. 
And, and, and if you have little ones that are listening to this podcast in the car with you or wherever, I'm giving you right now an, an opportunity, a trigger warning to ask them and the birds are singing. Thank you, God. I'm giving you an opportunity and asking you to ask them to step away, to pause this podcast because there is of graphic nature in what I'm talking about. But all of a sudden, you, you hear about the elderly and families and festival goers that were ironically, sadly, at a festival for peace, these, these terrorists, these animals coming in and murdering, raping, and kidnapping, and then parading around bodies. Uh, I just shared last night a picture of an entire family that was wiped out. Elderly people, you've seen the, the, the now infamous, if you've not been following it, woman that was in the back of the truck and she was a German, part Jewish, part German, and was there for the, the music festival. And her mother was able to identify her via the, the tattoos. No mother should ever have to see this. And maybe you're saying to me right now, listening to this podcast, Rachel, I came to this podcast for joy. I am going to tell you, and the reason why I'm sitting outside is because I'm hanging on to my joy right now. My heart is so broken. It's so ripped out. Break my heart for what breaks yours. And that's why I'm sitting outside. That's why I'm hanging on to my joy. I'm doing everything I can to hang on to it. I'm leaning into God. I'm praying. I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm doing things that nurture my soul. I'm staying close to positive people. I'm, I'm just, I'm breathing techniques. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm doing all the things because my heart is breaking right now. And so I see this news and, and I see the total devastation on the Jewish side and there's hostages now. So, you know, how does that affect your, your assault on, on Hamas? That obviously is, there's innocent Palestinian lives that are, that are there too. And I just shared a post. As well, a friend of mine, two friends of mine, a couple friend of mine that I've been friends with for my entire life, Joel and Lisa, they they told me over the weekend, they messaged me and said, we've got a little girl that we support in Palestine and we support her monthly. And so, and then also, here's the other thing you need to know. I've got Jewish blood running through my veins. I've been to Israel. It is a, a beautiful country. I'm a crazy historian when it comes to World War II and the Civil War and understanding what happened in the Holocaust. I am am very, very pro-Israel, but I also understand that there are innocent people that are in Palestine. And so when we make this thing a black and white thing, well, I stand with Israel, I stand with Palestine. There are a lot of people that that I'm hearing from and talking to or saying, you know, I'm pro-Israel. I'm against Palestine. Well, let me, let me give you a, another little nugget here. There are a lot of innocent Palestinians that are against Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization. However they came to power, whether they voted for them or not, whether that, that election was, was an honest election or not, that's neither here nor there. My point is, is they're a terrorist organization operating out of Palestine. And I just want to remind you that there are innocent people on both sides Obviously, the innocent people, I will never, ever, ever, and I will condemn hatred. I will condemn terroristic acts, elderly women, children, what is happening here, families being wiped out. There is, there is, that's it. Point blank, hard stop, all of those things. But I just also want to remind you today 
of the innocents in Palestine. I've seen a lot of people say, just drop a bomb on them, wipe them out. But y'all, it's an eye for an eye. And it leaves us all blind. And there are innocent people like Bisan. And there are people's families, like my best friend, Amani, who was in my wedding, who her family are Palestinians. And we just had the most, we've had this conversation before, but we had the most beautiful conversation years ago. And then today, helping me understand what her family went through and some of the things that they have dealt with. So I guess I just wanted to start this podcast by telling you to pray or asking you to pray or send well wishes or send positive thoughts, whatever it is you do. If you're a believer, if you're a Christian, if you're Jewish, if you're Muslim, if you, whatever it is you believe, I'm just asking you to pray, to send positive thoughts, to just keep them in your thoughts, keep them in your prayers as they suffer right now. War is, is such a horrific thing. And there are so many innocent people to get caught up in it. And I think about, I even thought about last night, the animals. I thought about the animals that are innocent and the bombings or the animals of the people that were kidnapped. They'll never come home. The ones that were killed, hopefully the hostages, some of the hostages will be released. And y'all, there were Americans killed. That was news this morning that I read, Americans killed. And there are hostages, like I said. So I'm thinking about everything, every living thing. I even thought being in Israel before, I even thought Israel needs our, needs the world's tourist dollars, right? Like they, a, a lot of areas are sustained. I have a friend who has a a shop in the old quarter and he talked about, and he did a lot of stuff online during the pandemic. And he was like, you know, gosh, we, you know, it's been very hard. Times have been hard. And, and that was during the pandemic. And I even thought this morning as I was praying and just crying out to God, think about the country of Israel, right? As, as all this is happening and they're at war now, and they've said that people will not come. You know, tours will be canceled. Money will have to be refunded. My friend Yoav that I wrote about in the book and his grandfather, who was a Holocaust survivor, right, who came to Israel after the Holocaust, he won't do tours. People won't go there. They're afraid, right? They're afraid. And so you got to think about the lasting impacts of hatred, of hatred. And I understand, just like my friend Joel said in my my Facebook post talking about Bisan, that it is not all black and white. I want to read you his words. And it was, it was, it was interesting. Go to my Instagram if you want to see the picture of this child. I said, oh my gosh, this is why I keep correcting people when they say they're against Palestine. I'm not against Palestine. I'm against Hamas. There are so many innocent people in Palestine. And he said, I was so guilty of that in the past. People like to look at everything in black and white. When they assigned her to us, I was taken back. God, of course, opened my eyes to the way he sees and not the way I think the world is. You are absolutely right. There are so many innocent people on both sides. So why did I start this podcast today with this? Because I could not. Because my heart is heavy. Because I understand the perspective of my best friend and her family, whom I love and I adore. I understand and, and think about the perspective of little Bisan. I understand and think about the perspective of the Israelis and 
the Jewish people there that were slaughtered. There was another video, my gracious, where they were putting food out for people that were coming to find their children. And you could hear the people wailing in the background that have found out children did not make. My business manager works at a temple here. And he all weekend has been trying to locate people that are missing. So I understand it from all perspectives and it breaks my heart, breaks my heart. And I'm sharing this on a podcast about joy because I'm begging you to hang on to your joy. I'm begging you to do what you need, what you must, whether it is this war, this issue that is breaking your heart or whether it's another one, hang on to your joy. Do what you must. Keep your nose above water. Hang on to God. Hang on to his word. Hang on to dancing and family and laughter and soul care and whatever it is for you, a walk on the treadmill or yoga or meditation or reading or a hot bath or whatever it is that you do, hang on to it. I wrote a whole book about this. I think I want to go reread my book, How to Find, Keep, and Cultivate Joy in a Dark World, man. And so I'm teaching you how to do it. I'm reteaching myself how to hang on to joy while my heart is breaking. And I, 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 as my Palestinian best friend said, you know, I don't know what to do anymore. I said, I don't either, other than try to understand, try to learn, try to mourn, not try to mourn, mourn, cry, pray. And, and, and I'm teaching you this, these, these different nuances, the complexities of the situation and to remind all remind you to remember all humans and animals and and people on both sides and all of those things because someone taught me and if your knowledge you are either a river or a reservoir you're either a river or a reservoir your knowledge either stays with you your money stays with you and it dies with you or it is your river and it flows through you god knows that if he blesses me with something i'm going to give I'm going to give. If you want to go over to my stories, I will put it in the link. I'll put two different links in this podcast. If you're a river and it speaks to you to sponsor a child like Bison, somewhere in the world that is in, in crisis, you can do it for $39 a month. If you want to sponsor somebody close to home, I will share a link for my church who feeds 4,000 meals. 4,000 meals a month. It is amazing, y'all. It's amazing. And I will share a link if you want to support somebody who's in a food crisis closer to home on stateside. It's your prerogative. Whatever your heart is telling you to do. And if you can't do either one of those things because you're facing your own food shortage or crisis or you got something going on or whatever it may be, then you can pray. You can send positive thoughts. You can you can do those things. You can learn. And see, that's the thing. I, I Somebody taught me Somebody is sharing this knowledge with me and I am a river, so it's going to flow through me. I'm going to share the link somewhere to donate. And believe me, I've donated myself and donate myself. I am going to, when I get this knowledge and understanding of people on different sides and what their plight is and that their store shut down and that he's a tour guide and it's going to affect him and that this lost their family and this happened and, and women and children and elderly were tortured, murdered. That I'm going to share it. This is our job. It's our job. It's our job to share it. So I'm going to gather my courage right now, and I'm going to share some of my joy with you, because I think 
And I know that love and joy and peace and laughter are the antidotes to darkness and hate and misunderstanding and miscommunication and apathy and racism and evil. I know that's how we change this world. I know it in the deepest part of my heart. Rachel Joy Barbeau here. Did you know, and I'm so excited to announce it, that I am going to be coaching again. I have coached for years and years. Years ago, I coached sportscasters 40 and seven years. It was the joy of my life to be able to lead sportscasters on their journey. And then once I quit sportscasting, I began joy coaching, helping people find what sets their soul on fire, creating movements, bringing that thing that's been in your soul into the world. And we are starting a small, a very small and intimate group coaching program, August 15th. I also have two spots available, just two, because I want to give you my all uh, for one-on-one coaching. So if you want to check it out and get all the information, we want you to head on over to rachelbarbeau.com and make sure you sign up for the email list. That makes you a VIP, and you're already a VIP in my heart. It makes you a VIP, and that way you will get information on the coaching program, when I'm going to be in your town, events I'm doing, how you can be a joy starter, how you can get your joy starter buttons, all the things. I love you guys, and I'm so thankful for you. So per last week, and this is not the way that I had planned to share this, but I think this will illustrate to you and make a great point. I always try to teach you something in these podcasts as these birds in front of me are flying in a line got a plan. They they know where they're going. They know that they're meant to be where they're meant to be. This is not the way that I plan to share that really energetic and passionate second half of that podcast last week, but life happens. And to me, I would be in my spirit. I know this is hard, but I would feel like a phony and a fraud if I just went on with the podcast as it, as it was. Woohoo! Part two. Here we go. Yeah. And, and, and it's okay if you're not as, as, bothered or affected by me, but now, now, now at least you are educated to an extent about some different people's perspectives and how this affects a lot of different people and even the animals. Now you can begin to dig in yourself or do some research or try to understand. Look up. You want to learn and understand. I recently learned at Yad Vashem a couple of years back and at the Holocaust Museum that I just visited in Washington, D.C., just visited, I learned about the Evian Conference, the Evian Conference, where a lot of countries got together and talked about their how terrible it was and what was happening to the Jews, but then still offered a lot of excuses. Oh, our immigration quota this, da 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 that. Yeah, go look it up. There's a lot of history there. And like my friend Joel says, it ain't black and white. It ain't black and white. So this is not what I planned, but this is who I am. This is why I do what I do. I thank you. I I thank you every week in this podcast. I say thank you and I love you and I mean it. You click play for me. You sit in your car for me. You take a long way home for me. You subscribe to a newsletter. You share. You buy my stuff. You do these things for me and it blows my mind. I'm in constant awe that you would do this for me. And I think maybe part of it is that I'm not 
polished or try to be perfect. I stumble and I bumble and I cry and I am real and I share my heart and I maybe say the wrong thing and I have some, I'm just real and I'm raw. That's it. And especially in a time like this. And I don't go on because that's what we're supposed to do. That was the podcast schedule. That's what we're going to do. No, man, we've got war going on in the Middle East that is acutely linked to other countries that literally could cause a World War III. Don't want to, not trying to scare you, just trying to keep you in the know. And because I've been given knowledge in terms of understanding different sides, understanding people's hearts, understanding the people that are being affected on both sides, and because I have Jewish blood running through my veins, all of these things, and God has given me the empathy and being an empath that sometimes breaks my heart and brings me to my knees. And because I believe you're a river, not a reservoir, I wanted to pass it on to you. And I just mentioned, I just went to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., and it was unreal. I've been to Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Museum in, in Israel. Wow, just wow, the Hall of Children, millions of children. And they say their names and they have their pictures lit up. And it was, I bawled, I, I cried. And, and a gentleman, I'll share this with you before I, I share a joyful story to tell you you are exactly where you're meant to be listening to this podcast. A gentleman, we, we start talking about myself as we go in. He said, you know, I, I've got Jewish blood. I, I, I you know, I, I, I don't follow the religion or anything so much so, but, you know, I just, I, they should have gotten out. They had every opportunity to get out. And I said, well, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, respectfully. I said, I think you're going to see in this museum, and I didn't know whether or not they would cover the Evian conference and the different aspects of, of the things that were going on at that time and how getting out was oftentimes very, very hard even though they told them to, I, I said, I respectfully think you might learn a little bit in here. <laughs> and then he kept trying to talk and, and, and I talked to him, but then I wanted to experience the, the museum on my own and go at my own pace. And so I believe that man, I believe he learned a little bit about what his ancestors went through and how it was not so easy to get out just like he thought it was. That's it. Life is about learning, y'all. It's about learning. Okay. When the moment you stop learning and say, I know it all, I got the facts figured out. I saw a post earlier that talked about if unless you're a an a, you know, a Jew or an Arab, maybe you should sit this one out. Well, I I I I understand where the guy's coming from, but I also say this you can come to a place of compassion and understanding and just say, I want to learn, teach me, show me your Teach me about your experience. Teach me what you feel, what you experienced, what you went through, what your family went through. You don't have to be an expert. You can come with a humble, compassionate, learning heart, open heart. I think you can do that. So I, I go on through the museum. I, I'm crying. I, you know, I'm taking notes. I'm doing all the things. And I leave and I'm walking back and I'm talking to my husband on the phone as I'm leaving. And I had my bag because I always had a gift shop. And I had my bag and this woman said, stop me and said, oh my gosh, I've been looking for that. And I was like, oh, and she said, the Holocaust Museum, where is it? Where is it? Just like that, an older woman. I said, okay, it's straight up and then go about a, you know, about a quarter of a mile and then take a left. You're going to see this and the bell tower. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Y'all, I was exactly where I was meant to be. Just like 
you're exactly where you're meant to be in listening to this podcast today and in life. Don't curse your struggle bitter or better, bitter or better, bitter or better. Don't curse your struggle. And so I go, I go back to the hotel. I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you again, the Madison Hotel. Madison Hotel, if you're in D.C., the Madison Hotel is funky, cute. The lobby is like, wow, I want to hang out in there. It's bohemian and bougie and fun and comfy. Everybody there is nice. And, 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 and the people behind the desk are so nice. But I was there. They let me hang out for a couple hours before my flight. And I talked to the guy. He helped me earlier in the day. His name's Juan. And I think it was like the head bellman there. If you go to the Madison Hotel in D.C., ask for one. He probably he won't remember me. I'm just a you know one of uh, thousands and thousands he th- sees per week. But just go talk to ones. He has been there for 20 years. He said he has seen so much change and turnover in that hotel. And he's been there for 20 years. And he said, I love it. I get to meet people. I just live not far down the road. And just the warmest, most... Mm, just loved him. And uh, a lot of Latinos, Latinas are, are warm people. Got that running through my blood as well. And so I just, I just, again, these tiny little gifts of humanity, of generosity, of love, of kindness, of connection. We owe it to our ancestors and our people that have gone on and all the people that have lost their lives in this most recent conflict and people all over the world to live, to love, to have joy, to seek joy, to be joy, to be a joy starter. Notice joy, spread joy, and be joy, right? Notice joy, spread joy, and be joy. And finally, I head to the airport. And you think about it. You think about all the things that had to happen the way they had to happen for me to be at that exact moment. I had to take an Uber at that time. I had to call that Uber. I had to talk to Juan at the same time. I had to decide at that time it was the time to go from the from the hotel and and move it to the airport. I had to eat at a certain time for me to be walking down the terminal and look to the right and say, huh, I guess I could probably have a snack before I get on the plane because I'm going to be flying at night. So I go and I sit at the bar and I start talking to the guy on my right and I start talking to the guy on my left and we are just talking and chatting and talking and chatting. And the guy to my right, his name was Craig, we start talking about, I had a shirt on it and it said, I had a plan, but God had a better plan. And he said, well, is your movement faith-based? And I said, no. I said, it's a great question. I get it all the time. My movement is not faith-based, but I am. And, I, and he said, yeah, because I would think that that would not allow you to in some places. I said, yes, I, I certainly understand that and have experienced it. That's why it's not faith-based. But as a, as a person in my own brand, I am. That's why in the newsletter, and I was just teaching two of my clients this. It's a conglomeration. It's a little bit of faith, a little bit of self-help, a little bit of business in that newsletter and the things that we're doing in the movement, the things that I'm doing in my personal brand from a business aspect, and then things personally that mean to me because we are there's an overlap, right? So we start talking and and I said, well, what do you believe? You know, and we're just, you know, we're just chatting and very casual. And he said, well, I played the piano in my church for 30 years. And he said, but my, my church closed. And, I, and he said, just not enough attendance. Got folded into a bigger church. I said, oh, that's sad. Sat there and I looked at him. I said, but what do you believe? And he said, I, I knew, how did I know you were going to ask me that and make me cry? 
And he said, I'm mad at God. I'm mad at God. I've had some things happen to me in my life, and I'm really mad at God. And I felt the nudge. If you listen to this podcast, if you follow me, you know I talk about the nudge. The nudge today to talk about what was going on in Israel and, and give you my, my personal thoughts behind it. The nudge today to tell the story and to continue on and to spread joy. And I turned around. I always carry a few copies of my book. And I'd saved one left. And I said, oh, friend, I think you need this. And I asked how to spell his name. And I wrote in there, there was no coincidence that I was supposed to meet you today. And uh, said, blessings, and I hope you find joy in these pages. And I handed it to him, and he teared up. And so you, my friend, you, my friend, are exactly where you need to be today. Whatever your belief system is, wherever you're coming from, wherever you're experiencing, trust and know that you're exactly where you're meant to be today. And if it's a tough time, you will learn from it. You will become better. You will use it as something to stand on and teach others and help others and use it. You will use it as a life raft to be able to pull other people up out of the muck and the mire. Trust me, it has happened in my life over and over and over again. Your pain is not for you. It can make you better. It can help you with others that are walking on the same path. And so I think about Craig, wherever he is, reading the pages of my book, discovering the God I know, who's cool and amazing and a joy starter and loving and kind and my best friend not religion, relationship. And knowing that I was exactly where I was meant to be in that day, from meeting Juan to the hotel, to the Holocaust Museum, to not choosing to stay 10 more minutes, to my lunch, to everything that had to happen, every single thing that had to happen to line up for that to be the case. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to bring my friend on, Kyle, in a future episode of this podcast of this season. And I'm going to bring him on and tell you a crazy story of, of heroism and being where you are supposed to be. Speaking of this podcast, in the coming weeks, you're going to hear an episode dropped in. We're going to be doing this, I told you, by my friend Brian Covey, amazing, amazing leader, speaker, entrepreneur, successful man. We're going to drop in a podcast, the one I did with him. I'm going to do it with other people. If you have a podcast that you would like for us, to drop in the feed, drop me an email. If you want to sponsor this podcast, if you're a medium or a small business and, and you want to talk about sponsoring this podcast or the newsletter, we, we can talk about that. We can talk about all those things. But I'm going to get Kyle on in the future so that he can tell you another amazing story of being exactly where you're meant to be and trusting that today because I was exactly where I was meant to be that day to give Craig that book. And I was the answer that his soul was asking of that we're all asking a lot today is how could a loving God, how could that happen? This hurt happened to me. And guess what? It hurts him too. We live in a broken world. There's sin. There's evil. There are people with free will that do these things and it breaks his heart too. And I was the answer. My book hopefully, was the answer to some of these questions he's been asking. And I just am blown away that I was placed there at that very moment with one last book. None of it's a coincidence. No coincidences in the word, no word for coincidence in the Hebrew language. All of it matters. Every single bit of it matters to be where you are today. Good, bad, happy, or sad, there's a reason. And I hope you extrapolate that today.
I love you guys. I'm thankful for you. Thank you for letting me go through the range of emotions on this podcast today. I've heard people tell me that before when they've heard me speak is you took me on the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. You had me laughing. You had me crying. And I didn't honestly know where the ride was going to stop or how you were going to connect it all, but you connected it all. I hope you feel that too. But this were, these were my truest and deepest and most raw feelings today. And I wanted to give them to you. I love you guys. I'm so thankful for you. Again, I ask this all the time. Please share this podcast with somebody. Please like it and review it. Tag me when you share it and, and I'll reshare it. I'm so grateful for you. Have a blessed and beautiful day, Joy Starter. Remember, hang on to that joy like a rusty fish hook, man. Hang on to that joy. Love you guys. Bye.